0: Hello, and welcome to the Love Your Work Life podcast. I'm your host, Elisa Shuck. Whether you're going for that next promotion, looking for a job, or making a career pivot, I'll teach you how to navigate it all so you can have the career you want. This is Love Your Work Life, episode 87. I'm gonna start today's episode with a little bit of a disclaimer. I am not an athlete. I never have been good in sports or anything like that. I was always picked last on the team, including, and I find this very curious, including when I moved to a whole new school and nobody knew me, somehow, they knew I was no good at sports and I got picked last. So I have to say that because I have this image in my head the last several days about what it's like to go for what you want in your career, to climb out of the hole that it feels like you're in because you're undervalued, unappreciated. Uh, didn't get the promotion that you should have gotten, or maybe you just feel forgotten and it just feels like you're in this cave of a career. Uh, and the picture that keeps coming to my mind is climbers you know, people who climb up the face of a rock. And I couldn't get that picture out of my head, so I thought, okay, there's gotta be some correlation here. So, I went on the REI website and they have a really awesome glossary of rock climbing terms. So, I looked started looking them up and I just I went through the list alphabetically. And I'm telling you, my friends, it was fascinating how many connections there are to climbing and even the equipment they use and the way climbers talk about things that is so relevant to a job, a career, and especially when you want to make some kind of move, when you want to make some kind of transition up something or out of something. So I want to dive into a few of these terms and talk about those correlations, talk about those common threads that the activity of climbing the side of a mountain or climbing out of a cave could have to what we're trying to do, what you're trying to do in achieving what you want in your job and career. Well, first of all, I want to qualify this as saying the picture I have here is what is called aid climbing. That means it's climbing that makes use of equipment. It's not one of those free climbs that you see someone with no tools, no ropes. We're not talking about that. We're talking about Climbing that makes use of tools, resources, and in the climbing world, equipment. Okay, let's just set the record straight when it comes to that. Well, you need a few things with aid climbing. Okay, you there are certain things that you do need in order to be successful. Now, you, of course, are the climber, you're the person moving let's call it the sport of climbing, the sport of a career, because man, it's contact sport, right? It hurts sometimes. Sometimes you're fighting your way through your job or your career, so it seems like it makes a whole lot of sense to call it climbing. Part of climbing and being the climber, I found this so interesting. A style of climbing is called friction climbing and the definition of this is that it involves footwork having your weight over your feet for grip on the rock face isn't it interesting that they call it friction climbing and it it (laughs) you got to have some moves basically to make friction climbing work for you. And when you think about this around your job or career, friction just kinda comes with the territory, right? So you've gotta learn how to manage that friction. You've gotta learn how to balance. You've gotta learn some fancy footwork sometimes in navigating the environment, and especially navigating your thoughts about what is going on in the environment, your thoughts about the circumstances that are coming and going around your job. Here is a really cool term, I thought, Hang dog. This means to rest on the rope as you climb and you're putting your weight on the protection rather than the rock. So if you think of the rock or the cave or whatever it is as the organization, what this is telling us, what Hangdog is telling us is that rather than using the organization to validate you, what you're gonna do is you're gonna rest on the rope. And put your weight on the protection that you have built around you. And that protection takes a lot of forms. The belay keeps you from falling too far by using friction on the rope. See how friction can be a positive in this situation? And a belay includes rope, anchors, and a belayer. The belayer is the person who manages the rope from the ground to catch the climber in case of a fall or a slip. Who is the belayer in your life? Here's the interesting thing. You can't be both the climber and the belayer. You have to have someone in your life who can call out to you and help you see your blind spots, help you see the obstacles, help you make the maneuvers, and when you do fall, when you do slip, they're there to catch you. This is why I love coaching. It really, it's why I love to get coached, and it's why I love to coach, because you have this person in your life who is seeing things from a different perspective than you are, right? The belayer is that person who's on the ground looking up and they have the bigger picture view than you have as the climber who is just in the nitty gritty of it face to the wall, right? Oh my gosh, such a powerful image, Let's talk about this idea of protection, right? When you are relying on protection, protection is any device used to secure your rope to the rock, to the ice, whatever it is. It's to prevent you from falling any significant distance. What's interesting is when... Climbers are climbing, and if you've watched the kind of videos that I have, yeah, they lose their footing a little bit, and then they slide down. But their protection keeps them secure. Their protection keeps them from falling too far and making an easier recovery when they do. What kind of protection can you have? What's interesting is... Protection comes in the form of backup, and that is to add some kind of redundancy to an anchor. Like, what if you've anchored yourself to job security? What if that anchor includes a person, the person who believes in you, who gets you, but suddenly? That anchor is gone. That person got let go. A new leader came in. It's important to know what you're anchoring yourself to and then add some protection around yourself to provide a sense of redundancy, as it's called on the glossary, to an anchor that may fail. That's your backup. And I want to offer you that your backup doesn't have to be a person. Your backup can actually be you and your own brain figuring things out and deciding what thoughts you're going to have about the circumstances that you encounter on a day-to-day basis or on in these bigger moments that tend to happen. The protection is any device used to secure a climbing rope. What protection are you giving yourself? That's the question. What are you building in as backups so that if the unthinkable happens, that you don't fall too far? Is your backup dynamic? dynamic refers to a climbing rope that elongates or stretches to absorb the impact of a fall. This is so cool that this word appeared in the glossary because the survey that I have all of my clients do is called a personal dynamics report. And the essence of what it shares are the natural behavioral skills, strengths, characteristics, traits that underpin your success. When you know this stuff about yourself, you can go to that and say, wow, this is what makes me tick. This is why I've experienced success. And it's all of those, you can even think of them as transferable skills that you take with you. They help when you're headed for a fall, but they're also there to support you as you make your climb. And relying on those things is so important because it helps you realize you have what you need. Now, every once in a while, a climber will experience what is called a screamer. I had to just like do a double take on this one. This is defined as a long fall on a rope, frequently with screaming. It's that sudden kind of thing, right? That gut punch, that thing that you think is taking you out. But here's the cool thing, climbers have a zipper. And a zipper is a series of protection replacements that pop out in sequence when they fall. Here's the lesson. As you are making your pursuit, as you are facing the wall, what they call it, the face. It's It's the portion of a cliff that you are facing. As you are making your moves, setting yourself up for success does mean that you are putting certain strategies into place. You're putting certain protections into place, not because you don't know what you're doing, but because you're just playing it smart. You're planning for a fall. You're planning for a failure. We could just decide that falls and failures and the things that trip us up in our career are just information. Don't step on that little ledge again. It's not secure. What is secure is you. What is secure is knowing that you have surrounded yourself with the tools, the resources, the personal validation that helps you see you for what you are as a person who has choices, as a person who has options. This is the climb, my friend. If you find yourself in a space where you feel like the climb is getting rough, that you're hanging out there, get your gear. Find the protection find the tools, find the resources that are going to help you be protected, deal with the friction, and make your moves as smoothly as you possibly can. Check out my Make Your Move coaching program. In this program, I'm going to give you everything you need. We start out by validating those natural strength traits and characteristics that I mentioned in the personal dynamics report. Then we're gonna work on setting your direction so that you can map out how your career history and experience fit where you want to go. And then we're gonna craft your message on a resume and LinkedIn profile, so that showcases everything so easily. It's really about connecting the dots so other people see the logic in your move the same way you see it. Then we're gonna share your value. You're gonna be able to interview with ease and certainty throughout every piece of the interview process while you answer questions and Ask questions that uncover leadership style, company culture, the things that you are afraid of getting back into, you don't want to. You're leaving for a reason. You don't want to hop into a culture that is just repeating what you're leaving. There are lots of opportunities out there for you. Opportunities where you can feel appreciated for all your strengths, contribution, and impact no matter where you came from. Because if you did it one place, if you had impact one place, you can have it again. You have options. One of the things I regret when I got laid off from a very toxic environment, working for a very toxic boss, is that I went immediately into action. I went immediately into job search action because that's just how I respond to things. There's gotta be a way and I'll find it. My regret is that I didn't take the time to really evaluate and appreciate everything that I had accomplished. What was living in my head was the four toxic months of being beat down and it took me longer to make my move because I didn't gear up with everything I knew about myself, protect myself with the knowledge of what I could do and the accomplishments I had and the results I created. We get to take all that stuff with us, my friend. You get to take all that value with you. So make it a point to surround yourself with the protection that you need by acknowledging what you're good at, giving yourself credit for the results you've created, and then get out there, put your anchor in, and climb. All right, I'll talk to you again next time. If you like this podcast, I invite you to visit the Love Your Work Life website at elisashuck-careercoach.com. On the site, you'll find all the information you need to work with me one-on-one, as well as get access to my courses, Job Search Field Guide, and The Art of Stellar Interviews. I can't wait to help. I look forward to seeing you there.